Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, Alice, I got to tell you, something happened today. This is why I'm not in a bad mood. Have even you been you're repeating being, today all day? Even like though you, you've been a, a complete kaplotch, <laughs> demanding wires from me and freaking, why is it in mono? <laughs> um, I just saw the most beautiful woman in all of Haverhill who was in the market basket, probably 27 years old. Absolutely beautiful. Wore, mm-hmm. had, uh, had the whole thing, the whole uniform that women in their 20s wear now. Like yoga pants and like little work boots, and just like a ten out of ten, gorgeous tan okay. face, long brown hair, et cetera, et cetera. And and I have a new appreciation for, and it's not that. By, by the way, this is a market basket that is notoriously not where good looking people hang out. True. Notoriously, and I'm one of the not good looking people that hangs out there. <laughs> so when we this the, the, something like this comes around. She might as well have been, you know, a giant swan. Like, you don't, we don't have this in this market basket. We are, mm-hmm. this market basket, many people limp. Almost everybody's overweight. Um, uh, many people are amputees. We're just like, it's a banged up market basket. <laughs> I'm part of it. It's fine. I fit right in with, with them. But this young lady was in there. And then she, as she's walking towards me and I'm walking towards her. I'm obviously looking at her because I'm a creep and she's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. She then looks at Cyril, the second to youngest kid who's in his karate uniform. She then smiles cutely mm-hmm. at him and then gives some of that smile to me. Not because I'm good looking, only because you are with a kid in a karate, in a karate uniform. uniform. But, and at the same time, now I have something else happening now where I think she sees me and says, well, that's this boy's um grandfather o- over, yeah obese grandparent <laughs> who now has no libido left and like doesn't i'm not so like, you're safe i'm safe they can't <laughs> sense the creepiness anymore it's there <laughs> but they can't sense it anymore so it was wonderful and then we walked past her three more times and it was over i, I think she then said okay this guy gets one <laughs> one before he goes so then it got me thinking, well, so then I thought, okay, you know what? Maybe there is a utility in having kids. Maybe this is like this little bonus. It's just great. Great. But by the way, if she had said to me, uh, 
if she had struck up a conversation, I would have. And if this ever happens, Alice, yeah, I want you to. If she just said, uh, "Oh hi, I I I do usually come here. I've never seen you here. Like, is that your son? Was it?" <clears throat> you need to know that if ever I just call you and don't say anything, and you hear that you're that you're hearing a conversation, that's what's happening. Okay. I'm documenting mm-hmm. for you. You need me to hit record. Yes, that okay. this is happening. That actually a uh-huh. gorgeous ten out of ten is talking to me in a store. And, and I know that it's it's like weird that like my own wife would be the one, but you. But you, you that's who you'd tell. That's who I tell. You are the person I most most want to impress, <laughs> and, and and try to do me a favor mm-hmm. too, if you don't mind. Yep. Try to. Do you track my iPhone? No. I, I might be trackable somewhere. I'm sure Sally, I am. Sally, your daughter does. Okay, so it, that's like a thing iPhones share with each other. If this continues, an Alice, and you hear a conversation so, yeah. with me with a young woman, please track the phone and come see. Okay. Be, and I'm serious about this. Because mm-hmm. you don't have if, if if she was literally like hitting on me today, which of course she wasn't, right? Her experience tonight has already been deleted. Right, she forgot that it happened. She just smiled exactly. at a kid in a. I have overwritten memories of my children with this that doesn't get deleted. This does not get deleted. <laughs> but you need to come and see, and just be there in person, just to see it. Okay, next time. See, and I was going to come with you to the grocery store, and I didn't oh. come this time. I would have well, seen. I would have witnessed it in action. Oh my goodness! But then again, oh, it was, it was she just absolutely beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And then I thought when I saw her walking one time, and she's like checking her phone and things. She obviously knows that she's more beautiful than anybody within thirty city blocks at this point, but certainly in that store. And then I thought, and, and but but she had a nice way about her. It wasn't really cold or anything, but you know, cold enough so that I mean she was. Because she was so beautiful that, that you know, there's a she certain... She wasn't flirting. There's a certain amount of coldness that's built in. No, she wasn't mm. flirting. But there's a certain amount of coldness that's kind of built in. I mean, she's... So she was walking as somebody who I, I could tell knew that she was besting everybody in this place. It was a... Morgan wants to know if you'd hit the gas for her. <sighs> I can't... I, 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 Morgan, I don't even want to... If I... If I... Hooked up with her, mm-hmm. and like from Alice to her, then I would be in the world record books of having stolen two Super Bowls with absolutely no skills. <laughs> it would be. I'm telling you, if I if somebody of my equivalent hooked up with her, I would be so devastatingly angry at them forever. No, I, if I ever first of all, if, if, if there's so too many. Would I have hit the gas? I would obviously. Um, oh, by the way, can we? Can we? You're let, redeemed. Yes, okay. there was a rematch today, Thank Morgan. You. And uh, though uh, I know, though I'm, <laughs> I dare, I will never dare to have a chip on my shoulder. But there was a rematch that went fairly, fairly well. Would you say that, Alice? I thought it went great. Okay. Um, so I, I can't even put. I'm not even going to put myself in the position to, to think about. It would be so wrong, nature-wise, for this to be intimate with that. That I think there would probably be, the world would explode. God would say, that's it. And hit the button and say, no, 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 no. And also, the, the, no, 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 no. I've already got, I've already, I've, there's enough of this going, like this, this lady right here has seen me naked and like still, like. And liked it. 
It's cr- don't say that to people else. <laughs> it's true. When I'm gone, you're gonna have to move on, and nobody's gonna take you if you're like this. <laughs> like what? Don't say that you voluntarily look at this, especially naked, and think, "Yeah, you know what? That needs, I need to procreate with that." It makes no sense. I have though a lot of times. It's, I know it's recorded. That is a deficiency on your part, mm-hmm. else. Okay. Oh, so my question to you is this: Okay, is it is it? I know that you can't go into the the local food market here without being hit on because you're so. Which is funny because it's not that, what is, I said. that is that pro- is you probably are the that girl of that little market. But is it? Do women? Is there a certain? Do women like to go into places where they're the absolute hottest? And even if it's not like like there's nobody. She this lady was not looking for love in this market basket. In fact, she might as well have been at like a. Uh, like a lesbian bar, like the, like there's, there's, there was a lot of CPAP and ED at this place, and it was not ever going to be. But do you? I mean, no. girls are vain, especially when they're young and beautiful. You, you don't. I mean, there's, there's, or does she not want to waste any of the beautifulness on the dregs like me? Yeah, no, I don't like being hit on in weird places. I don't. I try to avoid that. But not even being hit on. I'm talking about just being really beautiful. I mean, this is very flattering, but I don't like. I I don't know. Oh, you just don't want to answer. But I've got. I I'd assume. I I think it's got to be. I you know, even as a guy, like even in my early twenties, there were some places that we would go. To like. To like my grandmother's cousin's eighty fifth wedding anniversary, where I'd come up there fresh from Boston, and I was by far the best looking <laughs> dude around. And my brother's a naturally better looking guy than me, mm-hmm. but I dressed right for early nineties. I had like I there was no doubt I was I was yard yards ahead of anybody else. Uh-huh. Nobody could nobody could compete. But remember, I was in a place. Where we were dealing, I was a D minus dealing with F minuses. So I was <laughs> a god to them, but I was still low. Right. And I do remember like thinking, and and, and, and I've even seen video of me like thirty years ago thinking that I that guy looks like he's being vain, and I and I was being vain. Mm-hmm. So I think that that <clears throat> I think that there I think you know both guys and girls I think know when they're the standout. I guess so. I don't know. Why do you not know? You do know. This is just something that you, it's like some chick omerta where you're not saying it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That I, no, I don't like to be hit on at police. It's not, it's, I didn't say hit on. Well, but how else would you know if you're like. I mean, I think you know just to buy your looks. I think you know, and looking at the confrontation and saying, wow, I'm like, but remember we went to the event like last year at this time and you were like, you looked around and you said, I said you were the most attractive guy there. Right. Which was not, which was like, like really like low compliment. Cause you looked around and said, wow, I didn't <laughs> know a room would exist like this where he's <laughs> the most attractive guy there. Well, I think you were. Okay. All right. Oh, a lot of stuff going on. Apology accepted for your <laughs> bitching and moaning about the phone, the cord. 
People like to have one ear free. <laughs> people like to have one ear yes, free? Yes, people like to have one I'll ear free. I'll put your audio on the final video before I upload it. But Oh, I mean, Jesus, Alice, we're going to do Awaken Spots. You have an Awaken Spot to do. Okay, I sent that to you. I'll earlier. get right on that. Yeah, we're going to get that done. One of our listeners was on Twitter, Michael Benz. Yeah, Michael Benz, he's lost 75 pounds. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Jeez, we have to, I have to, you have a new spot. You, I, I sent okay. that to you, right? We have to do those. All right. Um, where do we... Where do we f- start, really? Um, okay, there's an update on the um, on the teacher's strike. A teacher was struck a, in Newton. A teacher was struck by a car no in pun Newton. Unintended. Oh, I see. Yes, it, it, but that's all you have to know. The teacher was struck by a car. I assume it was mm-hmm. a management or the board of ed that probably ran over that person. They were struck <laughs> by a car. If you saw the Fox Twenty Five, an angry taxpayer, right. <laughs> Oxford, a, a MAGA person, Tom Shattuck, and it doesn't matter, it's somebody. <laughs> you saw the Fox 25 right up with this, you would have said, wow, um, that seems pretty pretty uh, terrible that these poor teachers, now we really got to pay them. As it turns out, the teacher was struck by another teacher. No, right. I haven't seen the, um, the re- most recent on this, but I saw that it happened. Another teacher hit a teacher who was... Um, who was walking. This Newton stuff, they've got to, at this point... Tomorrow will be day 11 of canceled school, which is completely insane and outrageous. Yes. And by the way, if you saw some of the like long diatribes that some of the leaders have written about mm-hmm. in the last couple of days, they have mentioned that they are getting... Um, called out for singing and dancing, and they're not really happy. They're telling us they're not really happy. This is part of the A. A. Wall Newton people. They say some of this is a long. This is a way too big. By the way, um, people say it's not about the kids. We love the kids, etc. But this went on for a page and a half, so it's getting to them. The criticism. Mm-hmm. They write some have criticized the party-like atmosphere. I believe I'm part of that. Some. Yeah, I would say so. And I'm using all of their own Instagram movies of their party-like <laughs> atmosphere to do it. How's the guy in the mask and the banjo doing? Music and joy have been at the center of resistance in protests throughout history. This is rich. This I love me- that they think they're like going to educate us now. Yeah. Teachers. Well, teachers will know. Guess yeah. what? Guess what? We're going to uh, teach you a little bit about the history of protest movements now. Yeah. Of note, fourth graders in NPS, Newton Public Schools, learn about the role of protest music in the civil rights movement. Okay. Okay, Newton Public School teachers, if you want to do that. These activists were not singing because it was a party. They and we and others who protest for any just cause sing because it brings any people just cause. together and builds strength. And spirit. So, you know, ending Jim Crow and slavery is essentially, it's equivalent to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Woo! Has anybody hit them with fire hoses yet? Because I would very much like that to they happen. They probably feel that they have. He says, I can assure you that in the past few weeks, joy is one of the most fleeting emotions I have felt. Most, but Isn't that bad to feel joy fleeting? Imagine you're like one of these kids who's suicidal or one of right. these families. Right. Or a parent. Somebody was telling us that they know a parent from the town like through their work and that it's been so difficult, you know, with finding care like a nanny or you know whatever to watch the kids because this person works 
And for 11 school days, you've had to pay somebody now to be with your kids or stay home or whatever. Like, this is not a tenable situation for parents and people. And Newton spends $26,000 per pupil. $26,000 per pupil. So, like, I did out the math. They're supposed to provide 180 days of school for that. It's like they've now used, like, $1,400 per student. Of instructional days that they that are being paid for. So it's so crazy because, I mean, like, I think they should seriously start firing people. I'm sure a lot of people want these jobs, right? These are like the cushiest jobs in the state of Massachusetts in any field, right? You make, I had quoted $83,000, which was like the most recent year on the Massachusetts Department of Education website. I've seen some sources like the Boston Globe say that right now it's close. It's $93,000 a year is the median salary in Newton. And you get summers off, you get all the paid holidays, you get health care, you get a state pension. Like, what an awesome gig. Who, yeah. What a, and you're in an awesome, like, wealthy school district. Right, with, in a cute town. Yeah, in a pretty town. No problems there. Like, you have it made if you're a Newton Public School teacher. You think other people wouldn't take those jobs in, like, a second? Yeah. No, it's I, absolutely, you know, uh, fire them and you'll you could have new people there within a week. Fire them and you'll save like thirty million dollars. Right. Like, don't give them a contract after what they've done. They've abused kids. F that. Um, they. This um, letter so Morgan can- says in the chat that it seems like they're starting to lose support. I think yes. so. I think you know when you have parents in towns like newton and wellesley in these places they're all liberal until it starts to impact them right like they're all like yeah yeah give the teachers more money this is so nice day like one two three of the strike they probably thought it was cute and like we're clapping along right and you know like yeah pay the teachers more look we supported them they probably went and held signs now it's like they've paid for two weeks of alternative child care right or been stuck with their kids all day or whatever and like they're just i think they're probably starting to be like okay guys it's not really that funny anymore and you guys have awesome jobs and we pay you a lot of money now go back in the classroom and teach the kids or go away i mean like well and also the these- judges are ruling against them keep mm-hmm. piling on fines the media is starting to report it not in quite as glowing tones mm-hmm. all the time like it just gets old what's going to happen soon is you're going to start to hear the stories of the kids who need um this help and these teachers you know, they've woven SEL through everything. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Now you've had kids dependent on these teachers for the SEL benefits, and they're not getting them anymore. They're now right. shut off. So wait. Wait till the first kid harms himself because they're isolated again. Uh, this t- The teachers say, um, most days, both before and after the daily ri- rally, in time spent on the picket lines with my colleagues, I cry. I cry for the lost time with my students. I cry for the stress on my body of yeah. hours in the cold, rain, snow, and wind when I should be resting to prepare for a new baby. I cry for the stress on my mind of days of uncertainty and countless hours of watching press conferences and reading statements. I cry for the impact this conflict uh, will have in the future of Newton Public Schools and therefore the children of Newton. Mm-hmm. F you, lady. Yeah, seriously, F you. I mean... Like, there's a really easy way to solve all this uncertainty and everything else is just take the however big percent cost of living increases you've already been offered by the school district and move on. Like, I. 
But the, the but the lady the the crazy one not not um not Weingarten but the other one from the National uh, Education Association mm-hmm. visited them yesterday. So now they're all like empowered, like fired up. But now they're all playing this role, and this is not looking good. A Newton public school teacher has nothing to overcome. They have overcame. Yeah, everything's been overcome. You're fine. Like, nothing's wrong in your life. Compared with everybody in the world, they have won. Amazing. Self-indulgent. Just, they suck. They're such, I think that's the lesson that should be taught to kids, is that the most harm will come at you. From people with smiling faces and soft right, tones. Right, and really great intentions. Exactly. <sighs> They're great. Um, speaking of how liberal policies work out for you when you support uh, these people, do you have Mara Healy from yesterday about the rec center? Is this a crying? Yeah. We didn't play this? No, we didn't play this yesterday. We have been, this is, we no. have been so deep in it this week that it's, it's, it's weird to think like where she has and has not been played. Yeah, let me move up here. I'll find it and get it. Okay, yeah. Because this is, of course, the uh, Boston migrants who I now... I saw one video where they were called, like, recently documented immigrants. (laughs) We just documented them, see? (laughs) So they're no longer undocumented. But, um, yeah, they're... uh, Here we go. Okay, so here's... uh, We're, of course, housing them in... Boston rec centers so that underprivileged kids don't have anywhere to get exercise in the winter. Because I'm committed to this. Little kids need to be able to breathe clean air. They need to be able to access swimming pools. They need to have lifeguards there who are going to teach them how to swim. And they need to have activities. I don't know what we're going to do for a couple, three months. I'll call universities. I'll call other places. Ugh. The governor went on to say she is also looking at other locations, but has not said exactly where. Emotional. Well, lady, you did the sanctuary city, city stuff. Yeah, you know, and uh, you and Massachusetts is the only state in the country with a right to shelter law. The state is legally obligated to put people up in some for, form of housing if they come here. So, call the colleges. I mean... Uh, have you ever seen a fundamental failure failure of government like this? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And like the Biden administration's solution, which is not a solution, is to like slightly stem the flow and then provide federal funding to bail out the cities and towns that wanted these garbage policies. Like, no, absolutely not. Just imagine, not. add to this the fact that the interest on the debt soon is going to be bigger than our annual defense spending. Right. And that's a mountain we cannot surmount. And what's going to happen then in a couple of years is that more people cashing in for entitlement programs, Social Security, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. That means that there will have to be a huge walloping middle class tax increase. Of course. Of course. And then, like, you have this stuff. I mean, it's funny because we've talked about this, how much Trump changed the rhetoric on this. Because in 2016, when he first said, we'll build a wall, it was a joke. Was it not? Well, taken as a joke, sure. Well, yeah. But, I mean, like, people treated it like that was ridiculous like the most insane ridiculous thing they had ever heard right that people would chant build the wall make it tall right and like now the debate is how much wall and where right pretty much Uh, so i mean like really like 
all the way through the center right, which is kind of crazy. But it, he's completely <laughs> changed the debate. And now, um, how do you think it plays when people in urban centers are going through this stuff with like their rec centers and their schools getting taken away to house illegal migrants and um, people who think they're like against Trump, I think, <laughs> are describing his policies like this. Do you have the um, the moats? Let me get up moats? to it. Um, I can probably resend it to you because it's like my most favorite thing that happened. This guy, um, this representative from California, oh, here he is. Um, Rep Garcia, he um, w- wanted to explain to people how terrible Republican border policies are. I, I, I will not yield. I want to remind the public that Donald Trump and House Republicans also have their own ideas for the border. So let's review the majority's border ideas that they've actually presented. Here they are. Donald Trump actually has said that he wants to build alligator moats along the border. That's one of his <laughs> incredible ideas. Another idea that Donald Trump has promoted is he actually wants to electrify the border fence and maybe even put some spikes Spice. On the That's another Donald Trump and MAGA majority border idea. Another idea, which I'm not sure how, how well it would go, is he wants to actually bomb northern Mexico with missiles. Yeah. <laughs> That's another Trump idea. And finally, I think... I mean, I'm already voting for him, but keep going. <laughs> suggestions that instead we should maybe just shoot migrants in the leg. Just in the leg. As they cross the border. <laughs> so once again, the Donald Trump and MAGA plan, <coughs> alligator moats... Bombing northern Mexico, shooting migrants in the legs, and electrifying the fence and putting spikes on them. That is the Donald Trump border plan. I also think that I mean, so how do how does the peop how do the families in Boston who had their rec center taken away to house migrants, how do they feel about alligator moats, do you think? I think they're for them. I would say so. The idea is not to have the kid walk into an alligator's mouth. The idea is that the parents then don't walk cross the moat. Right. It's a deterrent. That's the whole idea. I also think that this guy, even though for his personal brand and fundraising, it, this might be okay, that this is a this is the wrong time for a dunk on you message. It's just wrong because this stuff ain't laughable for too many people, including core constituencies of this guy. Well, right. And I think that not only is it like not humorous to people that they're doing this, like I think that the fact that they're so humorless and they can't see like they can't see sort of like the fun in saying stuff like this like they're right. such negative nancies like i mean some of those ideas actually are not bad ideas technically speaking like wow. we should well but like for example we should treat the cartels as a military threat sure of course so we should you know consider military actions against them absolutely yeah absolutely 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 i mean like i don't think like electric fences as a part of the border wall proposition is a terrible idea a bunch of these things right so like i don't think that's crazy but the left can't see how like unfun and lame they are when they're like that's ridiculous stop saying that like they're just terrible well right and they've also like just stopped well well but it it makes it, you've seen it the last six years. Mm-hmm. Their comedians have stopped joking. No. Yeah. It's all just, you know, Trump is effing this. He's uh, Putin's bleep holster. See? See? Yeah. And like, okay. But listen to this, because this is my other favorite, like, Republican thing that happened was um, with, like, the nanny stater 
tattletale liberals it was this story from um, this is in Politico House Republican reported for doing pull-ups at the top of the Capitol Dome the Capitol Visitor Center has reported Rep. Rich McCormick to the House Sergeant at Arms according to an email reviewed by Politico accusing him of unsafe actions while on a tour of the Capitol's dome Tuesday and doing pull-ups on railings suspended hundreds of feet above the ground. Oh, my God. The Georgia Republican went beyond a posted sign reading, no person permitted above this platform under any circumstances, according to the email, and went over a safety railing at the fullest level of the Capitol dome, more than 200 feet in the air. Staff photographed him straddling the railing and pretending to fall or slide over, the email said, and recorded him bypassing the safety signage. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Oh my goodness, it's, it's a uh, pole surrection. He also reached up above the Tholos level to grab a crossbar and do multiple pull-ups while his staff filmed, according to the account. McCormick told reporters Wednesday that he didn't do anything dangerous. I used to get paid to jump out of aircraft. This is nothing dangerous, McCormick said. He added that he has been in touch with House security personnel but maintained nothing unsafe was done. He would not disclose how many pull-ups he did. Instead, He's keeping mum about it. Instead, joking that he did five more reps than Teddy Roosevelt. Can you imagine? He would not disclose. We asked him to specify the number of pull-ups. We got multiple reports, man been doing pull-ups all over the building. He refused to answer the question. Earlier in the day, McCormick's staff said there was a miscommunication and they had apologized. McCormick has a reputation for being adventurous, including skateboarding through the Cannon Tunnel and playing football against the Capitol Police. Tour guides in the Capitol Visitor Center don't have the authority to intervene in any actions by members of Congress, but the guide leading McCormick's tour did pass along his and his staff's behavior to superiors, who then alerted the House Sergeant-at-Arms. It's unclear what punitive steps the Sergeant-at-Arms could take against McCormick. Is there anything in the 1793 charter about pull-ups, (laughs) Sergeant-at-Arms? Skateboarding? Are you going to kick him off a committee for doing pull-ups? I think we've got to draw and quarter him. It's in the rules. Meanwhile, the people that were on his tour probably like had the greatest time and thought it was awesome. Of course. The tour guide's like, well, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Did you not see the posted sign? Remember the yelled at me, Els? Remember that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just I went on to check out there where our congressman, um, who was it, William, William Bird? Congressman Bird? Oh, I was Massachusetts senator, uh, the abolitionist, had been brained by somebody else. Mm-hmm. I checked out the old Senate chambers, and they yelled at me. Vicious. Poor you. Poor what else you. we got? Anything or a chat chat? Poor you. Uh, bad news in Oakland. The Denny's is also closing uh, in Oakland. 
Oh, unlike, yeah, are we allowed to know why, unlike, like, in Massachusetts, we're not allowed to know why the Walgreens is leaving, they're just leaving? Yep, they're leaving. It's not allowed. Um, and uh, very unfortunately, um, boys in one Connecticut school, which school district was this? Oh, it's in Brookfield, I think, Connecticut. Brookfield, Connecticut. Yeah. Um, they are no longer going to be able to access tampons for a while. Incredible. Incredible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Um, Followed by one of the best ever letters written by the, a principal. The principal wrote this email out to the whole school community. Good morning. An informational version of this email updating everyone on the changes in bathrooms was scheduled to go out at the end of the day today. But due to an incident in the boys' bathroom this morning, I need to send it now. Uh-oh. There's a law in Connecticut that states that on or after September 1, 2023, each local and regional board of education shall provide free menstrual products as defined in Section 1869E of the General Statutes in women's restrooms, all gender restrooms, and at least one men's restroom, which restrooms are accessible to students in grades 3 through 12, inclusive, just in case the third grade boys need tampons, they're Mm -hmm. there. Um, in each school under the jurisdiction of such boards and in a manner that does not stigmatize any student seeking such products pursuant to guidelines, blah, blah, blah. While we continue to discuss the best possible location for the all-gender bathroom, a dispenser with menstrual products was installed in the boys' bathroom near the main office. The installation was completed by 9.30 (coughs) a.m. By 9... My favorite? Go ahead. By what? By 9.52 a.m., tampons were on the floor. The newly installed distribution box was ripped off the wall along with the masonry anchors. My favorite thing is that these are time stamps. (laughs) It was completed... 9.30. Destroyed 22 minutes later. Like, how many times did did the guy with the clipboard, like, go in and check? Inspect it again. Inspect it again. Nothing. Inspect it again. Nothing. Inspect it again. Broken. Like, really? Along with the masonry anchors. It sounds like they didn't do a very good job installing it, by the way. Um, and, uh, and the distribution box itself was destroyed. Disheartened. Dismayed and disgusted are the adjectives that come to mind. Those are his emphasis, yes, by the way. This I guy didn't is, make that let me up. Tell you, this guy, what's his name? This, this principal? Mark Belanda. I've looked him up here. Pronouncing he, he is, him. He is pre- precisely the kind of guy that any punk in a school would want to drive crazy. <laughs> According to state law, we will reinstall this box in a boy's bathroom. Get better uh, masonry anchors. I am aware that the law says men's bathroom, but the actions today that led to vandalism and destruction of property were the work of immature boys, not men. By the way, considering <laughs> the subject matter, who is he to differentiate necessarily? What are we doing? Boys, men, yeah, women? How, you don't know uh, how they identify. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, we have a list of suspects and believe we know who is responsible. Alice, I have a question for you. <laughs> what they don't have a list of? Suspects. That's correct. They don't know who's responsible. There will be consequences. Oh. <laughs> this is the most egregious instance of vandalism and destruction Can you of imagine property. if you're the dude or the g- bunch of dudes when you read that about the list of suspects <laughs> like, and then there will be con- like how thrilled you are? I told my audience uh, in in um, Connecticut today when I went to Austin Prep, mm-hmm. um, in like '87 there was a, there was a spate of uh, bomb threats called in, mm-hmm. which of course I thoroughly enjoyed because they like sometimes dismiss us early and like oh, I didn't want to be in school. Uh, I did not call any in, but but mm-hmm. but anyway they had enough of this and the headmaster Frank Ifune his name was said all right ladies and gentlemen I want you to know. We that, know who did this? Yeah, he said, we know who did this. We have a list of suspects. It's good, better for you to come forward right now. 
And he said, you will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And uh, and I remember telling my dad that. I said, yeah, Mr. Mm-hmm. Confusion got us all together in the chapel. And he said that whoever did it will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And my dad bursting into laughter. <laughs> fullest extent of the law. <laughs> there, There is a special like breed of person. And it's probably something that's uniquely suited to Americans since... Uh, since we're, the country was born of scoundrels, special mm-hmm. breed of Americans who lo- who feed off of this kind of thing and the response in a powerful way and are more determined than ever. Mm-hmm. This is the most egregious instance of vandalism and destruction of property in recent weeks. Other instances include breaking stall door hardware, soap dispensers ripped off walls, and various objects stuffed into toilets. Is that for it's new masonry anchors, I think? It generally only happens in boys' bathrooms, and it needs to stop. Ah. We are better than this. I apologize. No, you're not, as a matter of fact, uh, Brookfield. You're not better. You're exactly this. <laughs> I apologize to all the students in the building who are reading this but are not responsible for these types of issues. And I also apologize to those students who are negatively impacted by the lack of availability of menstrual products. All the boys who can't find them. Yeah. Furthermore, if you do not understand something, do not resort to vandalism. Ask for more information. Yeah, I'm sure they wanted. Was that they, the problem? They walked in and thought either we can get information or just destroy this thing here. <laughs> I don't know why this box is here, but I think I'll break it. Yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, use your words to start a dialogue rather than using your hands to destroy. In this particular instance, if you have questions, please let me know. Signed. I love that. Signed. Sincerely, Mark Belanda, pronouns he, him, Principal Brookfield High School. By the way, he also, like four years ago, took like a four-month leave of absence. Nobody said why. And he said it wasn't disciplinary. I said, okay, I guess so. Like, do teachers and school people just not have to show up? Is that the deal? No, I'm going. not going to be. Wouldn't say I've been missing it, uh, Bob. Uh, Lloyd Austin is back, though. He's back oh, at work. Oh, thank goodness. Thankfully. Thank goodness. I feel safer already. December 22nd. Was your staff aware that you'd gone to the hospital? And if so, why didn't they tell the White House? You went back to the hospital on January 1st, and an aide told the dispatcher, uh, when the ambulance arrives, no lights, no sirens. Did you direct the aide to say that? I asked uh, my assistant to call the ambulance. I did not direct him uh, to do anything further than just call the ambulance. Uh, And so what he said uh, and why he said it, I think that should come out in the the review as well. Imagine throwing his own staff under the bus. I know. I didn't tell him to say that. Yeah. These people, man. Who were they covering for, Austin? Yeah. He went to the hospital the first time. Was his staff aware? And if so, why didn't they tell the White House? When, when I went to the hospital on December 22nd, uh, it was, I went in for that procedure. Uh, my duties were transferred to the deputy. That was planned, and, uh, and I decided to stay in the hospital overnight. Didn't have to, decided to stay there overnight uh, because of the anesthesia that was involved. Uh, and then the next day, later in the afternoon, early evening, we transferred uh, authorities back. So I'm talking about your staff. Okay, your but staff aware, and why Peter? <clears throat> oh yeah, he's being moved around. He's being wrapped. <sighs> Amazing. Amazing. Uh, okay. Should we get to the chat chat? Yeah, I think so. That's, of course, the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline chat chat. Oh, we didn't do our thing. What's up with you? Oh yeah, hold on. By the way, our friend Celine says, 
I'm in the U.S. Virgin Islands, St. John. I met a guy in the pool from Connecticut. <laughs> I asked him, do you listen to WTAC? He says, yes. He listens to you all the time. All the way here, I meet someone that knows you. Well, tell him hello, Celine. That's great. That's fantastic. Um, okay. Oh, okay. What's up with you? Um, sup with me. Um, so, and this is like a bit of a tease for next week, but, um, I have been listening to one of my most favorite books, um, being read aloud by, um, Faith Moore. Who we love. Who we love, who wrote that Christmas book that we interviewed her about. Um, and she's doing a new podcast where she reads aloud Jane Eyre and like sort of explains it as she goes. Mm. So that like... And my daughter loves audiobooks, so she's listening along, too, so um, she can enjoy it, too. But, um, yeah, that's what I've been up to lately. What's up with you, Tom? Um, so I just started to rewatch um, the Band of Brothers. Been seeing good things about Masters of Air. I've been writing, rewatching the Band of Brothers, and... Um, and a couple things jump out at me. I haven't seen it since right after 9-11. Right after 9-11, my brother and I lived together, and we watched Band of Brothers, and kind of I kind of got into Sopranos then when it was, you know, for the first time, too. But it's very interesting. It brings me back to the time when we watched it. I can't believe, like, me and all the actors in it, who are all pretty much my age, are all old now. Um, you know, Donnie Wahlberg looked, like, 15 then. Um, and... You know, in retrospect, I had a problem then that, that Ross was in it. What's his name? David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer was in it then. Now, looking back, he's only in the first season, really. The first, or sorry, first episode. Uh, now, looking back, I really see like it was a really great performance. Um, it's a great show. It's a good role for him, actually, kind of. Yeah. I didn't think so at first when he was being such a tough guy, but yeah. then where it was showing him, and I never watched it before, and I haven't seen all of it yet. So, yeah. But, um, oh no. And then I get kind of uh, de- derailed from that because um, a bunch of people were talking. And Mark from West Hartford in, in Connecticut was talking about "We Are World, the World," the the documentary, the greatest night in pop. But we are the world. So I've started watching that uh, now, and that's very compelling. I don't love Lionel Richie with all the like the the plastic surgery. It's a small thing, but um, it's very interesting. But I'm only on the first like. 30 minutes because there's been so much happening that I keep checking my phone, etc. But it is pretty cool. And the, it is unbelievable to think how that came along, came around. And me and Alice do like organizational like documentaries, like the Fire Festival one, about like marketing and organization and team leading, etc., especially when it goes south. Um, it, we I find that stuff um, just fascinating. Alice, what is the hot sauce? That's the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Good one last night, by the way. Right? Of course. Oh, where'd you go? Back here. Here we go. Right now, you know we're competing against Stephen Gloucester right now. Here we go. Oh, the, consi- the new consistency pot is out? No, he's up. He's doing a one on one, the mano y mano versus uh, Menners. Aha. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Steve. As a loyal listener, yeah. I have one very practical question. Yeah. Tom, is the 
cough button broken in the studio? <laughs> yeah. You were coughing a lot uh, on it. Yeah. If, if it is, maybe we can have you broadcast from an iron lung. <laughs> the last 10 minutes of yesterday's yeah. show, I've never heard anything like it. Yeah. It was the most disgusting, <laughs> vomitous, liquidy cough I've ever experienced. He's entering oh, month please. two. Of, he's entering month two of COVID, Steve. Um, yeah, no, it's it's funny because I hadn't heard the end of the shot chat, and then he went back and played it for me this morning, and I was like, "Who's coughing like that? Is that you? Are you oh, coughing like that?" The problem is laughing makes my cough go off. Oh, it's the end of this COVID thing. And yeah, I apologize. I do have this button right here that does mute stuff and pause stuff a little bit. But I'm actually seeing stars right now from coughing so much. I wonder if I might go, <laughs> go out. Oof. I am really seeing stars. It's kind of cool. So yes, I apologize. It's the COVID thing, man. This has just been a tougher one. I do have. I will try to use my mute button to help. But you're right. That is disgusting, and I should be flogged for it. I agree. It's disgusting. It's stupid, Doctor Cheswick. I think you guys may have missed something yeah. with regard to that um, White House person that James O'Keefe was talking to undercover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very early, uh, right after you started the clip, um, O'Keefe asks him, you know, oh, how did you wind up there? And that kid literally said, I can keep a secret. Huh? And then he spent the next however many hours telling James O'Keefe that's great everything about what's going on it's this is just so hilarious the incompetence it's oh. amazing to me I wish I could get a job like that I really do that is but great. then again you gotta you gotta turn your brain off we've been through this before yeah but you know it's funny if I was if I worked for the Trump White House and I, and I, did, I did apply years ago to, to start a to radio station forum at the White House uh, needless to say, I was not uh, hired. But if, like, that chick from Haverhill, Market Basket, like, took me out for drinks, I would tell her everything <laughs> in a second. Yeah, of course you would. God. And if she's like, just so you know, I'm a spy for the Chinese and the Russians and the Taliban, I'd be like, freaking, am I allowed to sit this close to you and look at your talk more? Because whatever you want. Yeah. When we first started dating, you asked me if I was KGB. Um, are you? No. But yeah, you are. Then you kept dating, right? But what a crappy assignment you got. <laughs> what do they expect I... me to be mobilized? It's just... I kind of like it. Still pretending he's broke and <laughs> insignificant. Nothing like good market basket talk. Ooh. But really, my wife says that the best one to go to is in Middleton. Oh. Because they hmm. still supply plastic bags. So you better get there before somebody figures that out. So I've been to that one. It's kind of an old schooler one. It's not a really modern new one, but I have been to that one. We were staying at that hotel when at the beginning of COVID, but when the house was being deleted, I used to go to that one. Uh-huh. But, but some have plastic bags, some don't. Others have. I thought it was a Massachusetts versus New Hampshire thing, so I'm surprised the Middleton one would have them. I thought it was the law now in Massachusetts. Is it? Because oh, I thought they waived it for COVID, so for a while the plastic bags were back and then they went away again. It's one of the reasons I go to Seabrook. Hey, BB hey. crew. Hey. What's hang- hanging? Um, did I miss anything? <laughs> it looks like uh, I posted that picture on Twitter of me. I cut my hair too short. <laughs> looks like I had like a mental breakdown and just shaved all my hair. <laughs> 
like a Britney Spears incident. Anyway, I was, uh, uh, I, oh, I noticed, uh, who's just uh, Justin on Twitter. A, do, I, do we follow him? Yeah. He's on Twitter. As what? Um, let me find him. I don't know his hand off the top of my hand. Cause there's some kind of like Justin Slayer thing. Um, I don't know. He just tagged the barn barrel like earlier today. Justin. Justin Wells. Um, I think this is him, Justin Cody. Oh, okay. I think. Okay, that's I the thought same that Justin. was true. Maybe that's a lie, but I think that's the same okay. Justin. Gotcha. This rumor going around that Fetterman and his wife are getting divorced, or yes, something. saw that crazy you know it seemed like his 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 brain is healed and he's become um more uh conservative thinking he has he's been like awesome he's been 100 yeah, can we get everybody in congress whatever mental health treatment they gave him imagine that's his it. wife's had to delete her social media i know she might be uh going sideways now well Obviously, well, so there's a few theories on that. So I have heard people say that she's like leaving him or something because he's like randomly become now a moderate. Yeah. Um, but there's also people saying that like pro Palestine people were harassing her because he's so pro Israel and uh. like she's big, she's like way into like progressive activist circles. So people have been going after her on social media trying to get at him to like get him to change his mind or whatever. So. I mean, I could see that she would just delete it, but if she doesn't want the trouble, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him, but you know, I hope they, uh, they can work it out if it's true because, mm -hmm. uh, divorce doesn't, isn't good for the kids. True. It's not, it's not good. It's like, you're um, telling us it's, there's been studies on it. Yep. Uh, plus, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping he, he can, uh, <laughs> so wrong <laughs> at least uh, try to slap those cheeks one last time <laughs> she's a lovely why? looking what? woman justin it's true my goodness are you like this why why are you so vulgar um it's gonna be a little bit of martin short doing that character also um i i heard jerry recently he sounds awful like his voice isn't any better it's like like ten times worse. Yeah, I haven't heard him. So whatever. Is he doing it still? Yeah, I, he's doing it. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, when he did it last week, he didn't. I don't think it sounded good. I mean, this content is good, but I, I maybe it will get better over time. Like maybe it takes time. To I hope so. Take I hope so, man. I mean, that sucks for him. Yeah, he's a great guy and a great uh, host. Yeah, they injected him with was probably like salt water. I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming like <laughs> cortisone like shots like, or something. <laughs> I feel like doctors, everything that goes wrong, they're like, yeah, inject some cortisone, see if that does something. Yeah. No, I think that's true. Um, you ready, Alice? Um, was I going to say something else? I don't remember. It's gone. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I've seen people suggesting that Trump should pick um, Fetterman as a running mate. No. <laughs> I mean, it would be super great for his cred as like a moderate, not an extremist. You don't think so? <clears throat> First of all, who knows where the guy wears pajamas. <laughs> I don't think Trump wants that. I think he likes a person who, in a suit. He liked Pence. Nice and benign in a suit, a little out there. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, 
always interesting to me how the different lines that come along the show uh, kind of blend together. You had hit the gas. Yep. Which led to Alice saying she was pro-doping, mm-hmm. which I guess means you better keep CVS open yep. so that that pro-doping can alleviate the hit the gas issue yep. yeah take care guys we Love use amazon as our pharmacy now yeah amazon's our pharmacy and yeah so i'm like i'm totally i'm on the juice now like big yeah. time i mean on, I'm, oh yeah we bought them in bulk i'm on everything now i am yes absolutely it's like yeah it's a weird yeah i don't even know how to put it but yes my wife demands that i be a stallion so i have to be doped up with every possible thing Not in the world like to uh to uh is it to that satisfy her you? libido Jeez. you know at this point most of my people my contemporaries over at market basket alice have dialed it down have they're not procreating anymore but me i've got to be <laughs> like in <sighs> hi hey steve from Aramis. Hey, steve. Hey, steve. i wanted to uh confirm what john in the car said yesterday about the film session nine very good movie from 2001 directed by brad anderson and i don't i don't think john said this but it's actually a horror movie and the, the premise is a bunch of uh local guys with a lot of problems each of them are, are have issues are hired to clear out asbestos from the old Danvers State Hospital, <laughs> which is being uh, turned into town offices in the movie. And uh, it's very creepy. Good movie. I'll check. I'm not usually into the the horror movies, but uh, I love the premise and I love the ideas of these closed hospitals, etc. And it's local as well. So I'll check it out. Uh, I recommend it. Second, um, I know we have the step-on host, and I know we've got the step-on wife yes. slash co-host can we do something about the step on dog yeah what was pepper started whining in the middle of the show yesterday and then people in the chat were saying sally let pepper out (laughs) (laughs) i know steve believe me i know i know and then she'll get she tangles up in cords now people are sending you blue chew links blue chew what's that it's another uh male enhancement product oh is it from who from it's just its own brand. They do a lot of podcast advertising, I think. Blue Chew. Oh. Uh, the stuff we have is pretty good, although, although, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good, I think. Although, I really, how do I say this? What? It's good, but it, um... Like it's one dope per match, essentially. Right. Yeah, I, it's one juice cycle per um per match with Alice. So, which is yeah, which is well, that's but that's her demand. So th- there you go. So there you go. Pepper has had to urinate. During at least, I'm pretty sure it's about nine episodes in a row during the chat chat. Yes, correct. Can we please have her 
maybe before airtime, <laughs> put outside to wee wee. She doesn't so want to go when she's not in the cha-cha. mood. I know, man. <laughs> I, I know, Steve. I know. Believe me, I know, Steve. She has to do the same thing at four in the morning. Four in the morning, day. and then yeah, and then although, which actually sometimes gives me time to go. Morgan do, says he uses Blue Chew just in case. Blue Chew. So what is the actual? Th- is it is it Viagra? Is it Levitra? I don't know is what it is. Cialis. Is it- I don't know. I'm, I certainly stand by all that stuff. Oh man, it's, it's, I heard the KMS show the other day saying like, "Do you have you ever had ED problem? No. Have you? No, no, no. It's like, please, dudes, please. Any room with five guys, two out of the five have had freaking ED issues. That's why they sell eighteen billion of these things. Yeah, it's all the same thing. Yeah, dudes are just never comfortable like talking about that. Never comfortable talking about it. except for me, Alice. Except for me, who was laid low by his own wife, who excoriated me for my. Bad performance, but alas, you said the rematch went well. Yes, it went great. Was it enjoyable for you? Yes. Is this something that you Didn't might want to? Like it was. Do you might want to convey this to certain young meandering-eyed uh, uh, beauties in the Haverhill Market Basket? You know what? If you're listening, lady from the Market Basket, I highly recommend this experience. It was great. A plus, ten out of ten. There we go. Okay. Um. Anyway, where were we? Uh, it's Thursday, so that was the last episode until Sunday, and we will see you then. I'm excited. If you want to join us for the live chat and for the live episodes, you can do that at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. Of course, if you like listening for free, you can also do that at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's links to all different places to listen. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.